Welcome to the Platform Podcast. On this show, we're trying to educate you about the American college system. We're going to be having college coaches and student athletes joining us, talking about the experiences in America, and hopefully by the end of the show, you would have taken away some amazing information. Enjoy. Hey, Tom, thank you so much for being here. I thought that we would record this um, chat between us and I'm just trying to educate as many parents and athletes about the college system. And I thought it'd be great to interview you. Um, you know, this is a special, this one here is a very special talk for me because I've, I've met you in person. Um, I've been to your campus. I know your head woman soccer coach, Jenny Binder, really well. I've got a girl right. flying out on Sunday, tomorrow uh, to LA. So I'm excited about this one and to share um, the, our story to, uh, with a lot of people. So I guess we'll get started, Tom. Um, so yeah. first thing, thank you so much to Coach Lloyd for joining us. Really appreciate your time being here. Uh, for those that don't know who Coach Lloyd is, he is the head men's tennis coach at Loyola Marymount University. It is an amazing Division One program located just outside LAX Airport. I've been to the campus. It is mind-blowing. So I'm really excited for this interview. But let's get started. Coach, how did you get into college tennis? Well, it started back, my, my dad played uh, professional tennis, and uh, I grew up around uh, tennis retail stores and tennis clubs. So, um, and back in my day, uh, you know, we played all the sports. So I played baseball, soccer, and tennis, and as you know, had younger brothers and stuff, and you can relate to that. And then mom and dad could only be in so many places at once. So we had to kind of narrow our sports down, and the sport of the family was was tennis. So stuck right. with that. And uh, I played my, my college tennis at the University of Arizona. I loved every single bit of it, not only the university and, uh, you know, the Pac-12, but just what, what the team atmosphere with tennis is super special. Um, and it only happens in, um, in tennis in college, unless you're fortunate enough and good enough to be a, a Davis Cup player, but that's only for a small time. So I really, I really saw that when I left college and was going to go play pro and then ended up going on the tour with my best friend, Taylor Dent, we were actually living at Volatari's uh, at IMG and, it, and it, they very much uh, have that collegiate atmosphere, that team atmosphere. You train together, you eat together, you do all this stuff. And I really saw then as I was traveling all around the world, and we'd come back, like how special that time was. So long, long answer short uh, to your uh, easy answer question but um i really thought then and then once taylor got hurt i got the call to go back to the university of arizona to be an assistant and been in it ever since i think this is going on year number 16 now in college coaching so it's been great yeah i mean i know that you have worked with a few athletes from new zealand in the past uh one of my friends pat meatham from wellington uh you had the pleasure of coaching right yeah the beast the big server. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Big serving volleyer. Yeah. I remember playing him in doubles one year and uh, my partner, he was, he was serving and didn't have the best serve. And Pat was on the return on the forehand side. And I'm just thinking, where am I about to get tagged in the chest? <laughs> yep. Yep. This, yep. this guy's coming yeah, after a, me. Yeah. He's a big fella. He's a, he was a special dude. Yeah, absolutely. So I came to visit, I think we met, 2017 at the junior us open we had a coffee in manhattan i, I remember that yep. 
and um, it was great talking with you. You know, my brother was thinking about going to college back then, but with a few eligibility issues, he couldn't go. But I mean, I got to learn so much about your program and I also visited your campus. I remember when I was on transit to New York to, to go to the Junior US Open in 2017, I had about an 11 hour delay in, in Los Angeles at the LAX airport. And the assistant at the time, coach Rob Gurdon picked me up and you were already in New York at that time, but I got to go see the campus and it blew me away on how beautiful the campus was. Can you tell people a little bit about LMU? What's the great things about it, where it's located, et cetera? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, from the way that the, uh, the crow flies, it's about approximately a mile, mile and a half from the Pacific Ocean. Uh, two miles from LAX International Airport. It sits right on top of what we call the bluff um, above uh, Marina del Rey and Playa, Playa del Rey. Um, and it sits over and it overlooks. You can see the Hollywood sign and all the way down to, uh, you know, where the UCLA campus is and so forth. So as far as location goes, I'd be, you know, amiss to say that there's a better and more beautiful campus and setting. I think you can be as as beautiful, but it's tough to say there's any anything nicer. And then you know, LMU is a special place, and it's mainly not only because of the majest, you know, the majestic views and stuff, but the people that make up the, the university. Um, it being a Jesuit university, you know, very open-minded, and there, you know, it's the it's the whole body is their is their mantra: mind, body, and spirit. Uh, and with that, the people that work there, you know, smaller classes, smaller faculty. Um, you know, you get to make some pretty special relationships where you have a lot of face-to-face -face contact that, you know, that I didn't so much have at a bigger school like the University of Arizona, where there's 40,000 plus, you know, you're in um, lecture halls of 300 to 500 uh, students, you know, we're here, though, the max class is, you know, between 25 and 30. Um, so it's a, a great intimate setting, great location, and even a better, a better city. What I liked is like how friendly the people were on campus. Cause when right. um, back then, when coach Rob Gurdon was the assistant, we were walking through the main strip past Starbucks on campus and just going to the back where you could see the Hollywood sign. And I was talking to, to coach Rob Gurdon at the time and the amount of people that stopped and goes, Oh my gosh, where are you from? Where's that accent from? Right. Like, how are you doing? How long are you here for? And I was just so friendly. Um, yeah. I think you guys had just built your brand new library which was incredible. It was such a yeah, nice it, setup. Right. Yeah. And that sits right on the, right on the bluff overlooking all those, uh, you know, majestic views that I just described. So it's a pretty cool place to, to study. What I love about LMU is the opportunities because I remember um, looking down and you could see like the head office of um, like YouTube, the head office of like uh -huh. Google. Do you, do you guys have quite a few internship programs with big time companies? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's where the, the, our, our president has named us, you know, it's, it's called uh, uh, not Silic it's not Silicon Valley, but Silicon Beach. So as you just stated, we got Google, YouTube, uh, EA Sports, a lot of that. We've got our own gaming section now on campus now and, and so forth. But, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of internship opportunities, not only in that area, Silicon Beach, right below the the bluff but even further in if you go into el segundo or downtown la with investment firms a lot of our guys uh, have been a part of the business school and have gotten summer internships and then have moved on to jobs you know uh, post-graduation with uh you know investment and financial investment 
So it's been pretty cool to see them kind of materialize with the relationships they had with the professor on campus. You know, LMU does a great job with job fairs and um, resume building and, and so forth like that. And the guys actively go to that on the weekends, make those, uh, those greetings and, and, and exchanging of cards. And then, you know, they materialize in internships and now the guys are working in downtown LA. So it's pretty cool. I guess also like on the sporting side of things, the professional opportunities as well, not just for, for men's tennis players, which we'll get to in a sec, but other athletes as well. I remember when I was about to leave campus, I had to go back to LAX to catch my flight over to Newark airport and the basketball coach came out and I think he's retired now, but back in 2017, he was there, the head coach. I forgot his name. What was his name? His name is coach Mike Dunlap and he's actually the assistant coach for the Milwaukee Bucks at the moment. There you go. I did not know that. They're in the, they're in the, they're in the NBA finals right now. Yeah, I know the Bucks. I had no idea he's the assistant coach. Yeah. That's incredible. Okay, so yeah. I was walking out and he goes, I hear a New Zealand accent. And, you know, Rob Gurdon goes, oh, this is Amrit. He's a college recruiter. And he goes, oh, I love Kiwis. I love Stephen Adams. And... Um, right. And I said, well, I actually work with Stephen Adams High School, Scott's College in Wellington. And he goes, oh, here's my card. And I've still got his card with me. And um, he goes, where are you going? I said, I've got to go to the airport to catch my flight coach. He said, oh, if you're around here in 20 more minutes, Dwayne Wade and LeBron James are pulling up for a practice session. I was thinking, yeah. should I miss my flight? <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 A lot of those NBA uh, uh, stars would come through a lot in the summer. Uh the two names you just listed, you know, Chris Bosch and a bunch of others, but we'll be running uh, in the middle of our, our, our normal year, you know, summer camps. And all of a sudden they'll come out of the, the other, what's called Burns backcourt right above the, uh, the mess area where all the kids right. eat. And all of a sudden guys will just come down and you'll just see everyone look and it's yeah. NBA stars just got done with their workout and they're walking out to the parking lot. So um, yeah, I mean, you can, you got the Lakers, the Clippers that are right down the street in Inglewood or uh downtown LA and then you know you got the the Kings and now the um the Rams and the Chargers like four and a half miles down the street that LMU's on amazing let's talk about tennis now you've got a very very strong lineup this coming up August I'm very excited to see how you guys are going to do um in the invitationals what kind of tennis setup have you got there where the court's located etc so we got uh so all, all the sports compete on campus with the exception of the obvious, uh, men's and women's rowing, uh, men's and women's uh, cross country and track, and then uh, men's golf. And then of course, beach volleyball, even though we have one beach uh, volleyball court on campus. So the, all the sports that compete on campus, there's a kind of nucleus of, of facilities and they're all within, you know, a, an arm throw away from each other. So we're actually right outside Gerson Pavilion in between um, the pool and uh, softball. Uh, kind of right there in the nucleus of it. And then uh, on the other side, you got baseball and the pitch for soccer. So it's all right in the same area. And we've got uh, six courts all in the same row with uh, seating on court one. And then we're working on seating uh, behind courts uh, four, five, and six, hopefully here in the near future. And then there's six cameras for live streaming on each court and, uh, and then a scoreboard. So we're, uh, we're ready to rock and roll. How international is your roster uh, for this August? It's very much so, um, you know, tennis, obviously being a very international uh, sport, but also to us being in a place like a melting pot, like Los, Los Angeles, it's a very 
advantageous spot and a place where, you know, internationals feel that there's a lot more, I guess, like them. You know, I think at LMU alone, don't quote me on this, but at one point, I think, you know, the population was pretty close to 7% was international on campus. Um, so, you know, we're in a particular area where it's very quaint, very quiet, but I mean, you drive 20 minutes, you're in, you know, the big city um, where there's the melting pot of people. But yeah, we've got, I think we're probably about half and half this year. We're going to have 15 guys. And I think we're 50-50 as far as domestic compared to international. Maybe, you know, a, a percent or two skewed towards international. Awesome. Fantastic. And in terms of athletes that are listening to this, that are really keen to come to LMU, um, what is a day like? as a student athlete, that's part of your program. Do, what, what do they do from like morning to evening? And do they get time to schedule individuals with you as well? Sure. So a typical schedule for men's tennis, uh, we, we share the facility with women's tennis and it works out great. I traditionally like to do practices in the morning. So what we'll do is um, us being a small university, we don't have a huge selection of classes to pick from. So each guy, depending upon their major, collect their classes. And I tell them that we would like to practice between, you know, eight and noon. You, we need a two hour window for you to practice there. Uh, so we gather the schedules and most often, you know, we're running two to three practices per day and then a full team practice towards the latter part of the week on Friday and Saturday where there's less classes. Um, we do strength and conditioning three days a week. Uh, this, this fall, it turns out we're gonna be going Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Um, so this year, uh, Monday we'll have practice between eight and 12. Each guy will have two, two hours and each day too, they have the opportunity. The other reason why I like the morning, it leaves the rest of the day for them to take yeah. care of their bodies, eat, recover, or also say, Hey coach, I had a really crappy session today because, you know, I went to bed late. I had a midterm. Can I come out later? Cause I know you got that other practice or I want to get some individual work at five o'clock. And then you've got the whole day to, to have that latitude to schedule. Um, so, and then we practice Monday through Saturday, unless of course there's a tournament and then Sunday is off. So six days of tennis guaranteed two hours, two hours plus whatever need be based upon the week. And then uh, three hours uh, in the gym with our strength and conditioning coach. Brilliant. I, I went to your strength and conditioning uh, facility and it was awesome to see um, your trainer. You, you had a f quite a few trainers working there. It wasn't just one. There was quite a few of them. Do each athlete have a like a uh, tailored plan of what they need to work on? Sure. And I think when actually you were here, we only had three full-time strength and conditioning coaches. Yes. We now for the past two and a half years have had four full-time wow. and one intern. So it is, it is a lot, and they've actually completely redid our weight room since you were last year. So everything is completely brand new in it, brand new sound system, everything. The place is totally banging now. Um, and fortunately enough, we're allowed back in it after COVID. Um, but yeah, so for, for example, uh, the cool thing, not, no offense to any you know, football schools, but we, since we don't have football, you know, our, our strength and conditioning staff does a fantastic job where they're, they're able to really tailor-made make each program for that specific sport. So our program is completely different than what a baseball or a soccer or a rowing program would be. And I sit down as well as our assistant coach with the strength and conditioning coach. And we, we really do like what we're doing right now. We go back and forth. Hey, I saw we had, you know, a little bit more ankle injuries this year, a little bit more, you know, rotator cuff, and then he'll add that stuff into the, into the recipe for that fall moving forward. 
uh, with any new incoming student athlete, they'll be assessed at the beginning by our medical staff and our strength coach. So for example, if some guy rocks up and he's from, you know, Norway or from Costa Mesa, California, he's never touched a weight before, our strength coach will not put a weight in his hand until he's mastered, you know, all of the movements and stuff. So he'll do a lot of body weight, a lot of just regular no weight pipe movement until he's mastered the movements. And then he'll, he'll pick up, you know, at, at one stage and catch up to the guys as the semester progresses. So, um, you know, I'd, I'd be lying to say that we aren't, you know, spoiled to have the, the strength and conditioning staff that we do with, you know, what great of a job they do and tailor making our program for guys. And each guy will have their program specifically for themselves for the summer. So, you know, for example, if you and I were both um, on, the, on the men's tennis team, your program and your weights could be completely different from my program and my weights because it's based upon you know, your output, your maxes, or what your limitations are, or even what your, you know, your weaknesses were coming in to get you to that level where the whole idea is, it's, it's, yeah, it's fun to have the muscles and get big, but it's all about sustaining and being injury free is, is what it's all about. So part of this is like, you've got a really good recovery setup as well. I remember when I was there, there was like ice baths and has that sort of changed? Have you expanded that? So yeah, the ice baths now are in its own room. It's called the wet room. So there's a, uh, a huge one about the size of a, a large jacuzzi that's a cold bath that all of our guys get in after a pretty intense workout or a match for that matter. And then they have individual ones um, that you can hop in and fill up real quick for guys coming in for PT and anything like that. And then right across the hallway is the full PT uh, medical room and, you know, STEM and, uh, you know, plyometric stuff and all, all the stuff there where all the trainers are to get you what you need, whether it's, you know, a quick tape and zoom, you're out the door, or you got to come in, you know, 15 to 45 minutes for your scheduled PT for your, for your shoulder. So everything's in house. And just this year, they actually started where all of our physicals and medical needs are now done uh, in that same room. We don't, we don't outsource it anymore and have to go uh, drive down the street. Brilliant. So great. Brilliant. Now, a lot of the guys that come to your tennis program have got very high rankings, um, you know, the top in their country, and they're coming over there to, to develop and to get an education. Do quite a few athletes end up playing a few future events or professional tennis events during their time within those four years? Yes. So those are the guys that we, you know, we look to highlight and recruit, guys that want to play and be, be part of something bigger than, bigger than themselves. As I said earlier, college tennis is vastly different than anything you're going to see in junior tennis or in pro tennis for that matter, but that they do have that underlying drive and want to play after, after college. Um, so um, yeah, in, in non COVID years, you know, there's the futures where my, my parents had one for 25 years in Costa Mesa. There's one in Irvine Laguna, which for those of you who are not familiar, those are about 45 to an hour drive from, from our location. And, you know, there was also the one in Claremont. So there was, a rotating schedule of three to four tournaments just in the fall uh, of pro futures. And now that they've added on the UTR events, the 25 Ks, there's been a, there's two of those that are in Newport beach, which is a 45 minute drive. So there's, there's a avalanche of opportunity and that's just on the money side and pro events that doesn't even include the open and the ITA uh, events that we also have. Amazing. Amazing. In terms of like you as a coach, because your program is incredible and you're in a great location and it's a great system you guys have, you must get a lot of interest from a lot of players. 
you must, your inbox must be full all the time. What are some things that you look for in recruits when, when people contact you? What are things that you see? Oh yes, this athlete does look great. I want to have a chat with them. Well, first thing I do when it, when they cross, when they, you know, get the box checked off, this is someone I want to pursue. I'm going to go back and I'm going to see if there's anyone I played with, coached with, played against that I respect their opinion. You know, so for example, you brought up, you know, internationals, pretty good chance myself or Alex, our, our assistant knows someone that's either coached or played with this kid that we're pursuing. So first things first, we're going to get a, you know, a, a background check on them. We're, we're pretty familiar with their abilities, but we'll ask about their abilities, but also, you know, how do they, how do they respond on a court? How do they like to be coached? Are they receptive? You know, are they good sports? You know, what's their demeanor? Do they play doubles and that type of stuff? So we'll try to get a little bit of that and then reach out to the individual or the family about, you know, getting them on, on campus for a visit or even hopping on a call. You know, what we're doing right now has been pretty much the norm since, you know, March of uh, 2020 right. for recruiting. So it was really different to, you know, no one was playing tennis. So you were relying on old videos or old statistics and stuff like that, or, you know, so it was really trying and different. So you spent a lot of time, you know, okay, is this kid responding? You know, I know he's 10 hours behind, but it's, you know, it's 10 in the morning there, you know, is he responding to my text messages, you know? So stuff like that, you look for the receptiveness of the kid. And of course, if they're on campus sitting in front of me, are they having a conversation like we're having right now? They're making eye contact. Are they asking good questions? Are they asking, you know, when I set them loose with the guys, are, are they asking the guys good questions? Are they asking, you know, how's coach when, you know, how is it really? Is it really like what he says it is? And, you know, so you're looking for all those types of things to finally then be able to make a pitch and welcome and make an offer for that, that individual to join the program or roster. You've talked about some things now that you, you like. What are some red flags where the kid might be great on paper? He might have a really high tennis rating, but, you know, you, you've, you've seen something and you're like, oh, no, no good. Do you, is it something like, do you look at social media quite a lot? Is that one of the things yep. that you look at? Yep. No, that's a great point. The first thing I was going to say before you said that is, you know, the people that we talk, is he coachable? Is he going to be, is he going to be willing to show up to practice and be able to set his, you know, because tennis is a very, you know, individualistic sport, right? right? Very, 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 you know, it's tough. And you come and now, wait, I've got to practice and I got to make Bob across the net better. I don't care about Bob. I'm having a bad day, you know? So is he willing to sacrifice those days where, Hey, you know, I might not be on top of my game today, but I got to make sure I make him better. Or coach is going to kick me out of here. You know, is he one of those kids that's willing to do that and be there for his teammates and help them out. And, you know, even if he's much better than the guy across the net, he can still make that guy better that day and, as well as himself. And then as you brought up, yeah, social media, right? Big deal. It's a huge deal. I probably wouldn't have all of the social media outlets if I wasn't doing the job that I was doing. And yeah, uh, we've got to kind of comb through that, see what, you know, what's going on. You know, are they, you know, it's tough with internationals because, you know, the, the drinking age is different, you know, right. so we're not quick to judge, but, you know, you get to a certain point where maybe it's like, Ooh, maybe enough's enough. And this is something we ask about and it's maybe something we write down when we're having a chat or a meeting. Um, but, you know, again, like I said, too, if you're talking to them, like we, I prefer the zoom rather than text or email, because are they engaging? Are they, are they making conversation? And I love it when, 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 uh, you know, mom and dad get involved and they ask questions. I like, I like questions. Questions are good. It means you care. And, you know, if they come back and they say, Hey, we saw, you know, the business school's top, 
25. Well, they're actually, they're, they're doing their research here. It's, I'm not just putting something in front of them and hoping that they look at it. They've actually, you know, taken the initiative on their own and they've brought up, you know, good points. Absolutely. I feel like when athletes do their due diligence before the meetings, um, they're getting a lot more buy-in from the coach. I mean, if you go to yeah. the coach and say, hey, coach, what conference are you in? And things like right. that, then the coach is going to be like, really? I'm giving you my time and going to give exactly. you like hundreds and thousands of dollars. And you don't even know what conference I'm in. Yeah. yeah. And, a, and a big deal, too, if, you know, it gets to the point where we always want to bring the kid on campus, whether he's willing to do an unofficial and then obviously an official and really having that time that's important for him to meet, you know, myself in person, the assistant, you know, um, our strength and conditioning, all of our support staff, getting feedback from them, you know, giving the time with the kid individually with them. But then also, like I said, you know, cutting them loose with the guys. And then once we take them back to the airport or that uh, recruit leaves, I'll bring the two guys over and be like, all right, what's the verdict? What do you Is think? Yay or nay? Is it thumbs up or thumbs down? And I've had guys where they're like, oh, no, 100% good to go. He clicked. He got along. Like, we got no red flags. And I've had it where they're like, no, man, like this, he's not going to work. Not going to work. Really? Yeah. Really? Okay. Well, we saw that too. And it might even be something I follow up with the, the person I know that, that knew him. But those, those experiences are, are, are crucial for, for the team because you're I'm asking my guys, like this guy can help our team. I need to know if it's, if it's going to work. Yeah. You know, I need your, I need your eyes and ears, you know, is, what does he look, what is he asking? What is he looking mm-hmm. to do yep. when I, when I, hand you the per diem sort of thing for sure for sure well coach thank you so much for your time today this has been absolutely brilliant a lot of parents and athletes are going to get so much out of this and i just want to give my soccer athlete a shout out who's joining the lmu family she's flying tomorrow renee wasi best of luck and um please say hello to my friend jenny bindham as well head woman soccer coach at lmu um, it's great that there's a lot of Kiwis going there. I think LMU is amazing. And for New Zealanders and Australians, it's one flight. It's one flight exactly. and you're there. It's so good. That's it's it. so good. That's it. Well, I appreciate you having me on and it's been a pleasure and I'll definitely give your best wishes to your Kiwis over here and Jenny as well. Absolutely. And for those watching, please check out LMU Tennis on Insta, Facebook and check out their website. They've got a lot of content. And even on YouTube, there's a lot of aerial videos off the campus and where it's located on the bluff. Have a good one. Thank you so much, Coach Lloyd. Appreciate it. Go Lions. Let's go.